episode 108 this is post 90 podcast obviously a crazy crazy week crazy game crazy game which has seen columbus fans fully off of that chernobyl air pack um coming at us saying that we benefited from a terrible ref well here's the thing about uh about that is i'm not i'm not coming from a camp where i feel any type of uh anything for another fan that has experienced bad refs because at this point we've been wronged so much that uh, I I really could care less like at this point it's kind of just us getting our get back and I and I don't Even, think yeah. and I don't and at the end of the day I don't think the ref was that bad um you know when it comes to the three red cards like all three I guess at least by the the laws of the game if we're gonna look at like the rules of soccer were deserved yeah 100%. Cucho you're gonna talk shit to the ref during halftime like not even during open play right. you're gonna get descent santi got descent in that yeah. game too uh and then you're gonna kick a player in the face you're lucky that i mean that could have been a straight red just off the, the challenge itself yeah. kicking a player in the face we technically got lucky in the sense that it was a second yellow and it's non-reviewable mm-hmm. so well i think they like, looked at change it though. his mind no they couldn't oh they didn't look at it, it? no oh, okay. they weren't allowed to i don't know i i still think it's pretty bad though like he's, he's yeah. obviously does not get any of the ball. No, it's all no. of Chano's mouth. It's it's a foul that that's happened to us a million times this season. And it's the first time it's been called. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Nancy, who, all things considered, I think is a pretty good manager. I know he was with Montreal and now with a, a better team at uh, Columbus, but like he's a he's been a pretty measured guy for like all accounts. So he was obviously kind of out of his element with the way that he was behaving as well. Um, leaving the touchline is going to yeah. get you a yellow minimum. But the ref was probably tired of hearing it all game from yeah. everybody on that bench. Uh, so red there, you know, that that would probably be the most likely where I would say just give Nancy a yellow. But then you have the trainer that or the assistant coach, whatever the guy yeah. is, I'm sure they found him by now, throwing water on a ref. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that that's like, you know, oh, he assaulted him. But, like, you can't do that, though. Yeah, no. Like you, it's a red. It's straight up a red. And pretending that he didn't physically throw water f- with the intent of throwing water is literally criminally insane. Yeah. And you're trying to gaslight, like, very clear evidence. It's, it's super in 4K. Clear. Yeah, it's <laughs> super clear that he got angry and threw it. And, like, yeah, I don't think if he had the option to do it again or if he thought about it for more than a second that he would have done it. But, like, he did do it. What did you say uh, a Columbus fan on Twitter said? They forgot that they had water in their yeah, hand? Yeah, that he was he, <laughs> and he was he reacting his like, hand in frustration and forgot he had water in his hand. He forgot he was holding something. You, actively. my friend, are sucking in toxic Ohio weather, <laughs> and, and it's infected your brain some. Yeah, yeah. It's gotten bad. Because, yeah, I mean, that's obviously deserved. And, honestly, like, are we that upset? Who cares? Is this guy helping the outcome of the game in any way if he's sent off the bench right. no and, and with all that considered we got a yellow card in the 13th minute for time wasting yeah for time wasting so to for for any any columbus fan to seriously look you in the face and say that you were on the bad end our keeper couldn't spend too long with the ball in his hand from minute 13 and if if Kucho- because the the ref decided that, that he wanted to do that. Well, I was going to say, on top of that, if Cucho didn't get the yellow card descent, uh, both teams had four yellows. Right. For proper fouls in the game. Yeah. So I don't, I, I, I don't know what to say in that in that regard. I, I think like it was, he was missing calls all over the place. Yeah, it was, it was bad for both, both ways. It was bad both ways. And to be honest with you, neither team helped themselves 
uh, in the way of the scoring department. It, I think we tweeted like at halftime. It, it could have been like two to zero either way or two to two. It, right. it probably could have been more than that, honestly. Obviously, our players, uh, they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn or whatever the saying is. You know, Richie was doing his best Tala's impression out there. I was, yeah. I was shocked. Usually, you know, we glaze Richie here, but this was, uh, this was not a nah, great. This was a terrible rough performance. One. And good on Cushing to pull him out too. I think. Yeah, that was that was a good idea. I mean, Cushing, for the wrong guy though. Cushing was like, Cushing was amazing up until Tallis. the Tallis and uh, Pellegrini mm-hmm. sub, like those two coming in, to me was like, dude, what are you doing? Like so, how does how does a striker how do two attackers help us close this game out? It's so unfair that uh, Gabe didn't get to play. Yeah, he he literally looked like the striker that we've needed all season in the game prior. Like make he's yeah. making all the correct striker runs. He's he's getting shots on target. He obviously came in and he had that header that uh, was almost an immediate goal off sub in the last game. And then, I mean, yeah, the runs were the the most valuable part because it was opening space up for our other players. And it's just, you know, I can't imagine he was gassed because he was a sub in that too. He couldn't have been yeah. gassed. I know no. the game was, you know, not too far away, and but not to mention his ability to run after the ball on defense. You know, I I mean, somebody I forgot who it was. Somebody when I was in the spaces was telling me that Cushing wouldn't have told the striker to press or put pressure on the ball to close out the game. I, I simply just don't know how any coach would be able to to not say that yeah. in that situation. And even if let's say let's live in that fairy tale land that that Cushing did not want the striker to be a part of the defensive pressure being put on or the defensive effort being put on like Gabe would have done it anyways he would have been chasing the ball or you know trying to get involved yeah well I do I do want to like call this out too in the past I think we've seen a few games you know even throughout that that terrible uh defeated and undefeated streak whatever it was 11 games and six losses and stuff there were a few ties mixed in there where they were like 1-1 or whatever whatever 2-2 away games where we definitely did see Cushing, uh, you know, 70th minute has a point away at the moment and locking things down and trying to stay with it. Right. And I think we came on here even and we were like, that's kind of like an English coach mentality. You're right. you're at an, a tough, you're a very tough opponent at a tough away game. Like a point, people respect that. Right. And, you know, think, thinking about the Prem or, you know, just overseas football in general which, you know, isn't a bad thought, but I did not see that. A lot of people were saying that we sat on it at the end of this game. No. If anything, I thought we, for we sure. We went too much. For, we went for it too much, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, Talis was literally put, like, kept himself on an island at the top of the field and was not coming back. Yeah. So, like, if, if the instruction is that, uh, you know, players are going to press too hard or they're going to sit back, then, like, obviously we have to admit that Talis would have had an instruction to stay up, which right. is literally in an attempt to attack to score and go for the game at the end of it. So personally, I didn't see the whole park, the bus thing. I thought for sure those last 12 minutes, I know they scored in the 94th, but like the next 10, it felt like because they obviously added extra on. I thought for sure we were scoring. I thought it was going to be a win. Somebody was winning that game a hundred percent because it was like, it was like uh, Ronnie says it was like basketball. Like it was up and down back and forth. Dudes gas with tired legs and the attackers just running and shooting. So I didn't, you know, I didn't see the whole park the bus thing personally. No, I didn't either. What it, really, I think what people are confusing is they saw 
us defending uh, for our lives at times absorbing a lot of pressure oh, yeah but uh, having to absorb pressure is not us wanting to be in that situation we would have happily controlled the ball if we could um they just simply didn't allow it they that's what they did very well they didn't allow us much of the ball mm -hmm. but when we did have the ball we'd, we created chances we just couldn't finish them well and there were the a few few chances that were blown up too it was i think i i tweeted that like malt was doing really well and then like the next second uh Gabby's on a breakaway from Barraza yeah. and Malt just professional foul pulls him down and gets a yellow card. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, there's an attack that just was blown up uh, by way of foul that we didn't end up having. And, you know, it just back and forth. Honestly, it was the whole game. It was really, yeah. it was the whole game. At the end of the day, like it was a draw that deserved to be a draw in a sense. I think Cushing out, outclassed, um, their manager Nancy. Uh, he, he won the tactical battle mm -hmm. he just didn't win the bounces at the yeah. end of the day well that's what i one thing we always like joke around to is like what more could he have done besides getting literally. up at the nine and like literally banging in a goal himself literally. there's there he created I, every yeah, chance he could have i think the team is thinking that at this point like the team has to be thinking like dude what do we have to do mm -hmm. physically what do we have to do to close out a game and win mm-hmm like, I mean, finishing, yeah, is going to be number one. I, I, in my head, I actually had this dream that that we were on the, the training pitch with Nick, and I was like, you know what? If they miss a goal in training, they're doing 17 push-ups <laughs> yeah. per goal miss. It has to be more than that. Like, running gas At this point. Like, you're not – for every every chance you miss, it's five less minutes you're playing this season. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's like simply and, – and every goal can be 10, 10 plus 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, but for, for a while, I think that's, you know, obviously finishing has been the issue. That's not a, that's not a, a hidden idea. I think I saw a Columbus fan tweet that, you know, the first based Columbus fan that I've seen since the game ended, he maybe said, the maybe the only, the only I saw literally said, uh, NYCFC fans should take solace in the fact that uh, out of Columbus's last 12 games, they've only scored one goal or less in two and both were against us. And that makes sense. Columbus is, I mean, fourth place in the East. I think probably one of the tougher teams that we faced in a long time, um, especially one that has been good that we've actually shown something against. Like there's something there with our team. And the defense, you know, hasn't been an issue. Uh, in my opinion, uh, Turnbull was not an issue. No. Obviously, we're, we're going to need to have a whole conversation and segment about Hack on this episode. But defensive-wise, you saw a lot of people before that goal went in, as usual, uh, not giving Hack his flowers. We have the running passing thread on Twitter where – and we could add more just from that game. Like, oh, yeah. in, better than the one we posted. And the defense was not was not a problem on the night at all. No. And Turnbull was not an issue. If you wanna no. expand at all, I know. I know you. Uh, me There's too. Plans. We've been we've been Turnbull defenders, far yeah. and away. I I saw a ball over the top that he got beat on initially, and then got back on and helped. And that's the only time where I was like, eh, he kind of got beat there. And also, I think like one thing worth calling out. And I just realized we shut a window to not let sound in. But there's two, oh, there's two windows. windows. There's two windows right next to each other, yeah. and that one's open. So, um, regardless. What did Ferg say? I got to close the window because New York don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, but defenders are going to get beat. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it no. feels like when – maybe I'll just let you take it. But it just feels like to me, like, 
hey, uh, when Man City won like the Champions League, like a world class defender that is playing in a Champions League final got beat to give up the goal that ultimately lost. You know, like multiple people, like people are playing at the level of their opposition. Yeah. Like def- if a defender gets beat one or two times in a game, that happens to every defender in every soccer yeah. game. It's like it's like watching a game of chess, being like, oh, oh, a pawn got taken. Yeah. Really. Um, plus, ta- like tactically speaking, like let's let's really put our caps on, right? Let's let let's talk about soccer, right? <laughs> yeah. Tactically speaking, if you are going from one extreme of far back right to the other extreme of far uh, front right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of space in between for a defender or two defenders to occupy space, and you're having to run all the way back and defend. So you're doing that nonstop. In a basketball game. In a basketball game, and a ball gets dinked over your head. Mm. Like, yeah, you you might get beat in that scenario when you're running backwards trying to track the ball or having to turn completely and track the ball. Like, that's going to happen. And when you're not the fastest guy named Steven Turnbull that is – but months removed from literally being an MLS two player. You know who doesn't get beat? Like Juan Basaka doesn't get beat. Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker gets beat. Okay. But he's pretty good at not. But getting I mean, beat. I think but I think he gets beat. I think the whole point of like everything is like whoever your goat is, like whoever your goat left back in the world is, whoever your goat center back in the world is, like they've they, been beaten. They've been beaten like probably one to two times a game. Messi nutmegged Boateng in one of the most famous goals. So yeah. is that is that just because Boateng was well, Boateng trash? Boateng sucks, man. Well, yeah, he's ass. Yeah, he shouldn't even belong on on in anybody's list. Any pitch. Um, but it's true, and I think I think you're, and his manager honestly should have not played him, him. Made him tackled. Well, in they should have. Well, I was gonna say they should have just played somebody else over him. Right, or subbed him out. Yeah, before after, the six, right after he got beat, <laughs> before or right the before. Minute. I don't know. Hit. They should have used uh like a one of those magic orbs where you can see into the future right and saw that he was going to miss that tackle on Messi right taking him out of the game played a much more uh inexperienced player that probably will get beat worse yeah and uh yeah and, but i think and during that whole time cannot be friends with any of the players has to fucking hate the players <laughs> yeah has to despise them has to can't have a beer with the fans either no well, Anyways. but I think you were I think you were getting to a good point though about the tactics where and I'm not going to pretend to be a tactics guy. All right. But I th- from what I've from what I've seen in uh, uh you know, watching as many NYCFC and you know, MLS adjacent games as humanly possible and the the odd international game here and there, uh you know, international in terms of country and overseas, the 3 and the 5 in the back system is designed to I mean not not to allow your wing backs to get beat but like if Turnbull gets beat the idea is that you now have three center backs right. whose job is to defend that's all your job is to do is right. to defend to cover you because of that that's why you're that's why you're putting in a, a five that's why it's a five and a three right right which is that's why there's a whole extra center back on the field a whole nother one correct that no other that tip you will not have otherwise that's why he's there and would you happen to believe if I told you that the <laughs> only goal that happened against our club that day mm-hmm. was not against Turnbull? It was not as a result of him getting burned or him not. not playing a good ball. 
It wasn't terrible. It happened to be Tavon Gray sticking his foot out where it shouldn't have been. And it happened Unlucky. to be, and it, and it also happened to be, Shano's man, right? That was getting, uh, that was boxing Shano out of the play. Right. He was dropping his hips into Shano. Right. But we're not you. You're not going to go and say. But I don't hear the Shano slander. That was his cost man. Cost us the game. That was his man that or got a Tavon free ball. Cost us the game because it's not how Tavon does. Logic works. Get a little rap, but rightfully so. But yeah. it's it's still a deflection at the end of the day. But I think but as you say, the point, where's the Shano slander? He lost his man. Got a perfect ball that. off. Not even that. I don't want to call for any slander of anybody because it doesn't really make sense. The point is that. But like let's say I I saw him get burned once over the top of the th- with a, over the top ball. Um, let's say it happened two more times, three more times. Tavon or somebody helped clean it up because that's how Nick Cushing organized it. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, no harm, no foul. Like could it have maybe, but it didn't. Yeah, we have to operate in reality. It didn't affect us. Yeah. Turnbull playing for whatever it was, 80 minutes, didn't didn't affect us negatively at all. Yeah. And that said, uh, you know, talking about tactics, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like we're immune to like a single player making a mistake and it resulting in a thing that can happen, but that in this case is not what happened with Turnbull. Right. So the people like coming for him kind of overly crazy. Uh, it, in our in our opinion, does make a lot of sense. I think we have a perfect example of it. I think it was Charlotte. Obviously, that that goal w- that Charlotte scored was fully on Hack's head. That was a an individual mistake, um, and those things happen. So you know, we're we're not immune, especially to a player that we love like Hack, yeah. to to say those things. But in this case, it was you know, I don't know. I also I also think there was a big. I think we had like an adrenaline dump. Like when you think about, Probably. I think about like the UFC. When something like crazy happens, yeah. there's like an adrenaline dump. Somebody looks really good for a couple minutes, and then it's like, "Holy shit!" I just gassed my entire tank out. Yep. It. I think after they score, and after that whole, it felt like that whole red card situation with the trainer and Nancy, like gave Columbus a certain yeah. moxie. Like they exactly. came out like, no, "Nah, gonna talk about we're that. gonna make you pay now for what for that." Like we're gonna. Yeah. It. it yeah. It did that. But it also gave them a minute to relax um, and kind of fix things and talk amongst each other mm-hmm. and kind of organize themselves and motivate each other. We looked worse after. Like, it literally gave them a free break. Like, And I, I know um, Christian was saying at the end of the day there would have been at least three minutes of stoppage regardless of, of that happening. Mm-hmm. So we can't really blame stoppage time. But you can blame what happened to cause the stoppage time for – like you said, their ability to get it together and go and do what they did. Yeah. Because it was immediate. It was literally right after. Well, it was night and day. Once once that whole thing happened, like, I would say that we were probably on the front foot before that happened. Like, we were definitely commanding the game. We had turned it from the hack goal. From that point, yep. really, like, it had built That was momentum, morale, everything right. sweat like it's over. Santi running through the stadium after hack scores. Uh, and obviously just as I think, you know, hack is one of those guys, I think in the locker room that a lot of people love Yeah. and sure. obviously the history that goes behind it too, you know, whether it's, you know, it's the club's first goal or first homegrown goal hacks, first career and season goal. Like that's the type of stuff that you then build on the rest of the, like everybody's in great spirits. Right. Uh, but that, yeah, that thing 
that killed all the momentum that we had yeah. and it, it shifted it towards Columbus. And then at that point, yeah, I felt like we were on the back foot. I was, I was waiting honestly, yeah. like 90th minute. I see 12 minutes of stoppage time and I'm like, they're scoring. Yeah. No, I, they're, they're scoring. Like that's, what's going to happen. And then it, yeah. it does. Uh, yeah. But. I mean, you got to think too. O'Toole was on the field at the time and Pellegrini was on the field at the time. He, all for the first like half of the season. Um, when you're looking at warm-ups and you're looking at the bench players playing together, it's it's three guys, three to four guys playing in a group together that are always warming up together mm-hmm. is O'Toole, Hack, Pellegrini, and uh, Jason. Yeah. So they're they're clearly amongst one of the closest together. Yeah. So for them to have that experience together, obviously that that had to have made some type of adrenaline dump, like you said. Yeah. So it's like you're just so happy for your friend that just did that. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I, we just kind of we seem like a little bit like deer in a headlight type, type thing after everything transpired, and then uh, obviously went downhill from there. I mean, this it does it does feel like a loss a little bit. And I was waiting. Sure. I was waiting for for that Columbus goal to to be found to lose two to one. Especially after my <laughs> prediction, I was like, oh, I did it. I was like, I yeah. actually jinxed it. But then on my side, I was like, nah, I got this spot on. I got two one. <laughs> yeah. And um. We're gonna get the winner here. Like I was fully, I thought we we're gonna go and score and win. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you you called it out too. We were obviously not together for the game, but we were texting, and uh, you were like, "I swear, if if Cushing puts on Tales and he ends up yeah. causing a goal because he's not coming back or something like that," and that was like literally something on a few occasions. Like I think yeah. we lost possession because of of Tales not pressing hard, and it's just. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't typically like like to go in on guys, but like it's been a a string of games and weeks where it's hard not to when you're watching somebody play, um, and it sucks because you know we've seen we've seen much better from him in the past. But I'm just I'm not sure where he's at. Like I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how um, he's fallen from allegedly. From grace. The um, the word is that the the team in the front office and everything is very 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 upset and disappointed with him. Mm-hmm. Like extremely upset with, but they love him as like a person, as a person. and a man, and yeah. like everything. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess a boy, because everybody on our team's like nineteen years yeah. old, and like that's he's the uh, he's the know. guy that has the locker room, but the front office is just like, dude. Well, you have to be when, because I think, uh, I don't think he has the most. Does he have the most expensive salary? I'm not sure, but he has uh, definitely the the highest inbound. Oh, Greenwood. Oh, it's true, but he definitely has the highest. Uh, He's up there, but he has, I think, the highest inbound transfer fee. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you I, would be upset. Everybody, you have to be upset. The thing is, I just don't like. I I don't really have. There's not much evidence out there that exists that he properly fits into the way that we play. Which is like, being quick, passing amongst each other, you know, creating opportunities with passing rather than just like skilling around people. Like it just, there's really no evidence for it. Which is funny because I would love uh, if Neymar came here. <laughs> he would. Yeah. He would be that. He would be that. But, but like a productive, a productive version of <laughs> He's that. He's actually able to dribble. Yeah, it it would be like a productive version of that. Um. Which who knows who knows what even the situation is with that. It seems like it's a lot of smoke and not a lot of fire. Yeah. Uh. So you know, trying try not to get my hopes up. At some point, at one point in the distant past, distant distant past, Neymar was. One of my favorite players. Uh, also I've since grown up, but not, yeah, also now Griezmann. no Greece. I would still give that because Sterling. Now that you've been reminded of his stats today. No, nah, but but Sterling, 
Sterling ripped my heart out, man, when he when he left for Chelsea. Watch your old boys. Although I do have to say, for anybody that that caught Chelsea's new kit for next year, they're first in the league for kits. You see it? No. Un unsponsored. Oh, the one with the shed, like the it was very cold in the studio. Uh, I don't know. There were no sponsors, and the badge and the Nike symbol were both um I don't know what you would call it like chrome. So it was, and then it was just like kind of flat blue. It was sick. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I, th- I think their team is horrible, but that's hard. Well, they're, I think, Mudrick, is that his name? I think yeah. he is, like, their tallest right now. Same same vibe. 007. Because, you know, everybody goes for 100 mil these days. Everybody. Yep. And Grelish started that. Hard not to. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty. Okay. Okay. The Manchester United third On kid, maybe. The ugliest man they could find, but that's all right. Hey, when all those ugly ones... <laughs> I guess. Yeah, before, let, he, before he let, paid for it. I was going to say, let Garnacho get to his second or third contract, <laughs> and, and he'll be better. But uh, we obviously have Philly away coming up. Tough one. Very tough. Uh, we've met – no, we haven't met the – we haven't met the seven. Met the seven? You – What do you mean? You had seven points. Oh, seven points. No. And so we need a win here. Yeah. Is this the, is this the last one before the – the league's cup yes so i mean we need we need a win here and that is going to decide our bet i guess i think uh, this little break will be very very good for us well it depends too because it's a it's a break in a way but we are going to be playing like quite a bit like sunday league's cup july 23rd then we have to play again on wednesday so three days later i feel uh, like eight days is good for good for the legs oh between between the league's cup and the uh, MLS, that even, yeah, is that how math works? That was the quickest math I ever saw you do. <laughs> but uh, Philly previewing it a little bit. I think what we saw in Columbus makes me more hopeful than I would have been otherwise, because Columbus and Philly are obviously two top teams. Columbus even higher than Philly, so I like our chances. I think a lot of emotions are attached to Philly games. We obviously went up. We were at the game. We went up one nil against them. Then they came back and won two one at City Field. We had both teams to score, so you can blame us for making that bet. Uh, <laughs> but thankfully, we made like five bucks off it, I guess. Um, but it'll be tough. It'll be tough. I think a draw better. That's a that's like we're we're happy with that. You have Philly to Philly always to tough happy with a draw. I was actually talking to um, somebody at work, like a, a client at work. And she randomly brought up that she's a Timbers fan, and I just had to be like, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> For what we've but done. But you gave you. me the happiest moment of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Philly, too, on the way. Yeah. Gave, us, gave us one of them. And then uh, the Revs, too. It was it was uh, nice to see another Matt Turner penalty shootout <laughs> last night, but in a different way. I was happy to go go with yeah. him for once i was funny i think he's it's something like 14 he saved 14 out of his 29 face in his career yep and i was like yeah but five of them five, five of, them. of them was us five of them were our uh were our trophy i mean but looking forward i think the, the schedule looking forward is pretty good for us mm-hmm. uh, excuse me outside of philly and so well so maybe we can have a little convo about the league's cup so one thing i found really interesting obviously talking back and forth with some people on Twitter, trying to figure out, trying to gauge what people's thoughts are on the importance of this cup, uh, you know, kind of more so what is its importance in potentially keeping 
uh, Nick employed because obviously it's a cup. Uh, it's a brand new cup. It's inaugural. You know, you'll go down in history forever if you're the, f- the first team to win it. But on top of that, what I did not realize was they've made an agreement with the CCL or the, the, the SCCL, I guess, um, that not only the winner gets into the CCL off it, but the second and third place, the top three teams uh, get into the CCL. That has to now be, depending on how, and we're going to find out how tough the Liga MX competition actually is. We haven't seen it enough, I think, with just right. the CCL, but this, I think, becomes the easiest way to get into the CCL. Probably. Because otherwise, it's the Open Cup, winning the Open Cup, or winning the MLS Cup at the moment. Right. And then I think I think Supporter Shield, but if it happens to be the same team, then the next highest points gets in. But this, I mean, this to me is like... That's an opportunity. This is a massive opportunity. Yeah, but I mean, do, do you want your team in, in multiple multiple tournaments and competitions when you're trying to kind of rebuild at this point? I don't know. I don't know. It it'll be a nice opportunity. Uh, hopefully, if any guys that get brought in, which has to happen soon, because I saw today that the window closes in twenty three days already. Yeah, which, it opens and closes so quick. That's another thing. It's like we had that conversation, obviously, um, with a lot of po- uh, figureheads in the NYCFC community who all agreed that. You know, we just feel like a, a toy for CFG that's not being played with anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you see teams that have literally completed business already. Yeah. Before the transfer. Oh, like multiple. Yeah. Multiple pieces of business. like. And and we're, we're like stroking rumors and HG contracts. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. I just, I, you know, I, I think know. I think the, you know, if you don't like the League's Cup, I think one thing to look forward to is it, it's an opportunity, like an, if if we're not caring about it, it's a no-stress opportunity for any new signings that come in to get on the field and get like acclimated pretty quickly without hurting us in the MLS if they suck. Right. Or if they're if they're taking a minute to get going or whatever. Right. They can kind of get those get those minutes and get those reps out of the way. You know, that said there's only two games Atlas and Toronto and if we screw those yeah. up then I guess it's we're, we'll just be training for a month until they're back in August. That would be, yeah, maybe a pretty nice break as well to, but, uh, to yeah, refocus. On top of that, positives are we have two away games in the next month, mm-hmm. and that's it. That that's huge for us. I think if we can capitalize on that, um, looking at that schedule, I think Philly is a is a very possible. There's possibilities that we can go in there and, and take three points. It's much more likely that we'll draw it. It's even more likely that we'll probably take our first L for yep. a while. Um, but you look at the rest, and it's like Atlas should be a W. Toronto, they're, what, they're worse, worse than in us. the league. Like, they're worse than us. That should be a W. Minnesota, you know. I don't know with Pookie, no. It's with Pookie, yeah. <laughs> Pookie but could be scary. I want you to know to take Pookie's legs. Um, <laughs> so it's, a, it's a winnable game. Since he away, that's hard. You know that's tough. That's that's it's nearly impossible. Someone said that's nearly impossible. I mean, if the Brandon Vasquez that showed up last night, you don't know what you're gonna get. Who knows? Um, Montreal at home, though. Montreal at home and Vancouver at home. Those are winnable games. Well, I think, and if if the League's Cup is home as well, so we only have. I know after the League's Cup, out of our ten final games, seven are at home and three are away. Yeah. So we have a massively 
overloaded home schedule. But some random guy on Twitter reminded me today. He was like, yeah, but when how when has that helped you? You haven't won at home since April 22nd. So I guess temper. Yeah. That made me temper my expectations because he caught me. Thing, right. Shout out him. Um, whether you are cushing in or cushing out or you are uh, hack in or hack out or <laughs> Turnbull in or Turnbull out, whatever you are, at the end of the day, you should care more about the club and the badge you support. And you should be showing up to these games. If you can, if you can get to the the stadium within thirty minutes, and and you you can physically get there and, and afford to do it, there's no reason you shouldn't be at the game. Yeah, there's uh, absolutely no reason for this run that you shouldn't be at the game, and that you shouldn't be giving your all. Yeah, um, and our attendance has been great despite dude despite this. I mean, it came out during our really shitty run of like eleven games where we had all the losses and ties. Uh, that we're up like 25% since last year. Yeah. Like in the midst of the worst run that the club has had since 2015. You know what I did the other day to feel something? <laughs> I was watching like our earliest YouTube videos. And Us? Like NYCFC. Oh, okay. And just seeing how packed out it was. And like I know it is literally like Lampard, Parallel, mm-hmm. Via. Like I understand that that was such a big pull, but it was crazy to see like sections of seating that i've never seen open tier threes before. yeah like, although we opened tier three i think this year for the first time that yeah. i've seen in a very long time so i know it's moving positively i just if you have drums play drums if you got a voice bring the voice like we need it and i know we plan we, we talked about it a while ago but you know ideally or uh, that's a midweek damn but i think we were we were looking at like vancouver we were we've been we've had the derby on the calendar for yeah for many months since the beginning of the season that honestly could decide like if we're pushing for um a playoff spot or not Mm -hmm. like that could really be a a playoff deciding game is a derby yeah i'd like to go honestly like i know it's probably rba right it is rba right no home yeah but uh we get bounced no no oh the only stadium derby we're there (laughs) The the two the two home games to close out the season Toronto and Chicago are RBA so we're at that we're at that but I see us probably hitting Red Bulls Vancouver damn back to back games little minute little Minnesota, Minnesota to see some Pookie Pookie would be nice Pookie would be nice be like yo I got you in my career mode maybe mm, we went to one midweek and it was uh it was hard it was tough. Yankee Stadium, an hour and a half and away on, but a, also, on a work night. Oh, that's also but that could be a, smack should in be between a win. training. Should be a win. Right in between two train, like. Oh, yeah. Because we're training now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> training hard. Training hard. And, uh, you know, maybe that's why we have a, a special, I don't know what to call it, appreciation. A new, I like a better found appreciation to when you get back into – Seeing how how physically hard things are. Oh well, yeah, especially how like crazy would the be worst with, player. Oh, that's probably sold out. That's me. We can get we can get pressed though if we fly out to Miami? Miami trip. Little New Haven to to Miami. Well, I know, I know some supporters were getting like ten dollar tickets, which is nuts. They got how? Hey, if the FO has done anything right, that we should try to go to the, the top of it. Low just like send September. a floater and be like, hey, like what? How possible would it be? Oh, we would need the press passes that'd be in impossible, hand. Impossible, right? 
as a, like buying a ticket yeah like we, we're not i wouldn't even try to afford that but even getting press i mean i think it's gotta be possible they have that's gotta be possible they hit up the guys just to, like just to float a little little tester out there to be like hey if we buy tickets to with the plane we can go well maybe maybe my uh september 30th in miami you might catch crazy. you might catch post 90 there and if you do maybe that that'll be one another one of the episodes where we uh do something at the stadium or as as close to it as we can because i don't think we've we haven't been back to a game since that one so it's been like a few weeks now right um but yeah we'll get back out there with with everybody else getting out there you know shout out all you guys that are attending through the tough times it it's important obviously yeah it feels very important we need as, um, as much of it as we can and do we even do predictions for Philly? I feel I feel I have bad juju with nah, predictions. I don't want to do a prediction. I just think we're gonna play well. I think we played well against Columbus. I think we're gonna continue to play well. Yeah. So, whether that's absorbing some pressure when we need to, or um, you know, throwing big body Chanel into uh, <laughs> some nines or whatever. Do you think? We'll, I mean, we'll have Tiago back probably, right? Like, is he gonna? Yeah, I mean, he's up? already he's already playing. Yeah, but against I'm everybody's like, is assumptions. Is he going to be able to play that many minutes? Who knows? I don't know. And what's more important, the beginning of the game or the end of the game? Probably the end for us now. Probably the end. Although he didn't help much in Columbus. He that's one thing. I he was like invisible. Yeah, I, didn't like really I, see him. I I didn't even remember I seeing like him on the pitch. Every time I did watch him play with the ball, it looked like he had raggedy knees. Like he was. I'm sure they walker. don't. I'm sure they don't feel great at the moment. I can't. Or at least right now, after yeah. after a game, they can't feel great. Uh, here, this will be our prediction. Do you think before the League's Cup, we have a uh, club announced a signing? <laughs> like not a homegrown? Like the club has tweeted that this man has been signed by NYCFC. Five days? No. And is a, no, not, not, 13 days, two weeks. By then. By Philly? Oh. No, by, by, oh, Le- by League's Cup. Gotcha. Uh, yes. I think our you uh, sipping the Monsef tea. <laughs> I think um, I think our striker is going to start that game. That's Monsef then. Okay. Could only be based on the rumors. I do have to say the the one thing that has me excited about him is he is Algerian, like the main man Benzema. Although Benzema's I know I know he claims France and all that, yeah. but he is from Algeria. I would have said like Mares. I like at all. Mars is more uh not a striker. My brain's not that deep right now. Yeah, I can't do well, it. Anyways. I couldn't name another Algerian. Except Mares and Monsef and uh Benzema. My brain's You gotta reach into the FIFA bag. Uh, <laughs> gotta do it. Some would it be Um Whatever. So so one oh eight, one oh eight in the books, episode one oh eight. You know, follow us at Post Ninety Pod everywhere you do your social media so, um, and your your listening. Is he nine? Okay, well that's one. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, follow us everywhere you do your your podcast listening, your social mediaing. We uh, we are there. We're for sure there, and we're talking about random NYCFC shit guaranteed on that platform <laughs> wherever 100%. it is. Uh, so we'll catch you guys in in one oh nine post Philly. Yeah. Peace. Peace.